Letter 113 of Letters of John Keats to His Family and Friends Edited by Sidney Colvin This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo To Fanny Keats, Winchester, August 28, 1819 My dear Fanny, You must forgive me for suffering so long a space to elapse between the dates of my letters it is more than a fortnight since i left shanklin chiefly for the purpose of being near a tolerable library which after all is not to be found in this place however we like it very much it is the pleasantest town i ever was in and has the most recommendations of any there is a fine cathedral which to me is always a source of amusement part of it built fourteen hundred years ago, and the more modern by a magnificent man you may have read of in our history, called William of Wickham. The whole town is beautifully wooded. From the hill at the eastern extremity you see a prospect of streets and old buildings mixed up with trees. Then there are the most beautiful streams about I ever saw, full of trout. There is the foundation of St. Croix about half a mile in the fields a charity greatly abused. We have a collegiate school, a Roman Catholic school, a chapel, ditto, and a nunnery. And what improves it all is the fashionable inhabitants are all gone to Southampton. We are quiet, except a fiddle that now and then goes like a gimlet through my ears, our landlady's son not being quite a proficient. I have still been hard at work, having completed a tragedy i think i spoke of to you but there i fear all my labour will be thrown away for the present as i hear mr keene is going to america for all i can guess i shall remain here till the middle of october when mr brown will return to his house at hampstead whither i shall return with him i sometime since sent the letter i told you I had received from George to Haslam with a request to let you and Mrs. Wiley see it. He sent it back to me for very insufficient reasons without doing so, and I was so irritated by it that I would not send it travelling about by the post any more. Besides, the postage is very expensive. I know Mrs. Wiley will think this is a great neglect. I'm sorry to say my temper gets the better of me. I will not send it again some correspondence i have had with mr abbey about george's affairs and i must confess he has behaved very kindly to me as far as the wording of his letter went have you heard any further mention of his retiring from business i am anxious to hear whether hodgkinson whose name i cannot bear to write will in any likelihood be thrown upon himself the delightful weather we have had for two months is the highest gratification i could receive no chilled red noses no shivering but fair atmosphere to think in a clean towel marked with a mangle and a basin of clear water to drench one's face with ten times a day no need of much exercise a mile a day being quite sufficient my greatest regret is that i have not been well enough to bathe though i have been two months by the seaside and live now close to delicious bathing still 
i enjoy the weather i adore fine weather as the greatest blessing i can have give me books fruit french wine and fine weather and a little music out of doors played by somebody i do not know not pay the price of one's time for a jig but a little chance music and i can pass the summer very quietly without caring much about fat lewis fat regent or the duke of wellington why have you not written to me because you were in expectation of george's letter and so waited mr brown is copying out our tragedy of otho the great in a superb style better than it deserves there as i said is labor in vain for the present i had hoped to give keen another opportunity to shine what can we do now there is not another actor of tragedy in all london or europe the covent garden company is execrable young is the best among them and he is a ranting cox comical tasteless actor a disgust a nausea and yet the very best after keen what a set of barren asses are actors i should like now to promenade round your gardens apple tasting pear tasting plum judging apricot nibbling peach scrunching nectarine sucking and melon carving i have also a great feeling for antiquated cherries full of sugar cracks and a white currant tree kept for company i admire lolling on a lawn by a water-lily pond to eat white currants and see goldfish and go to the fair in the evening if i'm good there is not hope for that one is sure to get into some mess before evening have these hot days i brag of so much been well or ill for your health let me hear soon your affectionate brother john End of letter 113